I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Welcome back to News Du Jour. If you're new here, I wanted to start off with the disclaimer that while we promise to be a calmer space to consume the news, that's not to say that bad stuff doesn't happen. And when it does, we're going to be here to tell you about it and acknowledge its seriousness. However, we believe there's a lot more than doom and gloom going on in the world. And we will report on a range of different topics from entertainment to business to politics to art and fashion and much more. Whatever the top stories of the day are, that is what we're excited to tell you about. We're glad you're here. Hey, you guys. I wanted to say a quick Happy Ash Wednesday. (laughs) That's probably not the right way of saying it, but if there's any fellow Catholics out there, I know this is kind of a weird and tough year for us just being that. We can't really go to mass. Um, I was planning on going and just trying to keep my distance and stay safe, Um, except then a snowstorm happened, (laughs) snowpocalypse. So I was just like, okay, with these combined disasters, um, there's no way I'm going to be able to make it and um, all in one piece. (laughs) Um, But I'm really looking forward to the day when I can go back to mass and I'm sure that you guys are as well. So for our first story today, I wanted to start off with a more in-detail look than we usually do at the situation with Princess Latifah in Dubai. So this situation is blowing up right now. Basically, this is the woman who is Princess of the United Arab Emirates, and she sent video footage of herself to friends claiming that she is being held captive by her father, Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashid al-Mukarram, and he is the leader and the vice president of the United Arab Emirates and obviously a very powerful man. Latifa was fleeing her father's home by boat at the age of 16. Each time she attempted to flee, the Royal Navy allegedly picked her up in military boats and forced her, like she was biting them to try and get away, to come home. Eventually, the last time that they abducted her, they took her to a villa where they boarded up all of the windows and doors and allegedly are keeping her captive in one room of the house with a bathroom and not even even allowing her outside for fresh air. It's essentially a jail by her account. And I am inclined to believe her, seeing as her father's wife, her stepmom, Latifah's stepmom, has also fled him to the United Kingdom, taking their children with her. 
She is refusing to share custody with him, and they've begun heated legal proceedings to battle it out over the children. There must be some reason why this woman moved halfway across the planet from him and took his kids. The Sheik's other daughters have also tried to flee at various times, and this same wife also got a protective order as well as what's called a non-molestation order in the UK. Basically, these you know, protective orders imply that there was physical and even sexual abuse going on within the household. But Latifa herself did not go into why she was trying to flee in her videos. Latifa was getting these videos and information about her living condition out to her friends via text message. She said she would video from the bathroom because she was being watched when she was in the rest of the house. The friends were working to free her, but then the messages suddenly stopped. And this was serious cause for concern because she had literally said in one of the videos, quote, Every day I am worried about my safety and my life. I don't really know if I'm going to survive this situation, end quote. So the friends decided that enough was enough, and they took the videos and all of her text messages and stories, firsthand stories, of how she was initially apprehended to the press. The UAE has still not responded to questions on the subject or calls for comment on her whereabouts which does not make this situation look good for Latifa because it would be easy for them to throw some makeup on her and show the world her face to pretend that she's fine. But every day that they haven't done that is cause for concern that she might have been badly injured or even killed. But probably the most strange part of this story is that three years ago in 2018, when all of this was already going on, you know, she was already being held captive. She was already sending the videos to her friends. Um, Those holding her captive orchestrated a very, very strange event to put her on full display for the world. So basically what happened was they had a former um, director at the UN in charge of human rights come and sit down for a lunch with Latifa. They told this woman that Latifa was extremely disturbed mentally and that she had been suffering from severe bipolar depression issues. And so this woman, you know, was a little bit apprehensive to talk to her about anything serious. So they just had this casual lunch. Meanwhile, The people around them were taking photos of it. And what they ended up doing was publishing all those photos to the press after they'd expressly agreed not to do that. And so this woman who was part of the UN formerly was completely blindsided by this, confused and felt very tricked into the interaction because she really wasn't given a chance to ask Latifa anything serious or if she was okay or anything like that um, because they kind of precluded it with this whole thing about her being mentally unstable, which is just not true. So 
you know, what the actual truth is, where she actually is, no one really knows. But the situation is blowing up in the press, and that's putting a lot of international pressure on the United Arab Emirates to show her to the world and show her show the world that she's fine so hopefully we will see that in the next few days and have her released um, so that she can be safe so for our next story rush limbaugh has passed away a deeply polarizing figure Rush Limbaugh was undeniably the most prominent radio show host in modern America. His nationally syndicated show, The Rush Limbaugh Show, was first broadcast in 1988 and played over 600 radio stations. He was brash, opinionated, and deeply conservative. His comments over the years have ranged from racist to sexist to even shedding doubt on disabled Parkinson patients' symptoms. He was definitely not everyone's cup of tea, but managed to hold a very loyal fan base. He also struggled with addiction to prescription pain meds and spoke about that publicly. Limbaugh has often been referred to as a Republican kingmaker, quote-unquote, and actually helped President Trump rise to political prominence prior to running for office and remained a close ally of his until his final days. When news of his ailing health came out, he was awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom at at the State of the Union, pinned by Melania Trump herself. He ultimately will be mourned by the conservative communities all over the country. Rest in peace, Rush. And for our last story today, I wanted to talk a little bit about the Texas power outages. So obviously, there's a lot of talk about this online, as well as a lot of images floating around. So you've probably heard by now. Texas is really on the struggle bus currently. Millions are without power, about 4 million initially and about 2 million now due to sub-freezing temperatures and over a foot of snowfall. But what you may not know is that this issue is really a larger issue for the state of Texas specifically. And I want you guys to know, I'm not hating. There is a lot of rivalry between Oklahoma and Texas. So I'm just putting it out there. I'm not hating. I'm just saying. And we have our own issues up here in Oklahoma that caused us to lose power for two weeks earlier this year. So you guys already know that. But what's happening in Texas is unique due to two factors. Number one, this is totally unprecedented in Texas and is certainly climate change related. We are seeing the coldest temperatures on record for Texas and the most amount of snow in a lot of parts of the area as well. To say they simply weren't ready for this is absolutely true. Even though they could see the storm coming on, they didn't, you know, exactly know what procedures to put in place or what they were going to need. So that is at the heart of the problem, of course, um, and definitely 
individuals had no idea what to do. Um, I barely did when we had our second ice storm. I was like, what did we do last time? Um, you know, it's hard to stay warm in such freezing temperatures. Um, but number two, this is the bigger point. ERCOT is a company in charge of a power grid that is actually unique to Texas. They are not on the national power grid. And this is fascinating. So it's obviously just like Texas to go it alone. Again, not hating, just saying. But this is obviously like their motto, their shtick. And apparently it also applies to their power grid. And basically their grid got overloaded by unprecedented demand. Of course, Many ironies are at play here with Texas being one of the world's largest gas producers, but nonetheless, they are stuck without power until ERCOT can figure out a solution or until temps rise enough for people to not need the serious amount of power that they have been. As a result of all this, millions are without power and many of them are also without water. We actually have a friend who lives in Houston who has a baby at home as well as young children and they're without both power and water. Having just gone through a version of this, I'm totally cringing just thinking about them and wishing we could help. There are so many things you don't think about being related to power until you lose it. And that is just the tip of the iceberg no pun intended, when the temperatures are so dangerous down into the negatives with over a foot of snow. It is so difficult to get anywhere or do anything, and it is vital that the power be restored as soon as possible. And that's the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you with the quote, Today, you are wiser stronger, and smarter because you were human enough to make mistakes. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review on Apple Podcasts would mean the world to us and really help us be able to keep creating the news du jour for free for you guys. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram, sugarfree underscore media on Twitter, and just sugarfreemedia, all one word, on TikTok. You can also subscribe to emails on our blog so that you get an alert every time we have a new post or an announcement, and that's at www.sugarfreemedia.co. Again, that's sugarfreemedia.co. Our music is by Joey Lavoie and Nicholas Foster. Our cover art is by Hannah Pierce Photography. Our sugar-free media logo is by Catherine Jezik Designs. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour.
broadcasting from. Oh. Oh.